Row Along, a friendly voice in your ear to motivate, coach and entertain you through each indoor rowing workout as we row along together. I set the stroke rate and the training pace based on your current 2,000 metre time. Just set your monitor to just row and start and stop when I tell you. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com. Hi there and welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. That's us, we're at the end of the 2K Redux plan, or if you're doing this as a standalone, forget what I just said. It's week 5, session 6, which means that this is, we're going to be basically recovering after the 2K time trial that we've done before, let the everything flush through our muscles, and really kind of think about how we got on and kind of assess what's changed in our bodies since we started the plan. It's all a big circular, groovy thing, right? So what we're going to do is 30 minutes, and we're going to alternate every 5 minutes, going from 18 strokes a minute to 20 strokes a minute and our pace is going to be 2k plus 20 then 2k plus 18. Now if you want to push it two seconds either way depending on how you feel and by all means do we're at the end of plan you can just go mad if you wish all right. <laughs> anyway so let's get into our four minute warm-up as we always do. We start off by setting off the drag factor or resistance on our machine. Um, if you don't know about drag factor for concept twos then please check out the video I have on the YouTube channel. If you are on a machine that's just a resistance then make sure and set it to a point where you get a good solid stroke out of it but it doesn't feel as though you're rowing a dinosaur down a river path, all right? So, next up, you go to the monitor and set it at eye height so you don't have to look up, you don't have to look down. And finally, your foot straps could maybe cover around about the bottom lace in your shoe, or at least to get you to a point where you can get to the front of the machine comfortably with your shins pointing forwards. You're not flying right past that, and you're not struggling to get to that, right? That's the most important part. And every now and then, take a little test, see if your flexibility has improved at all or worsened, maybe change them. I've gone from two holes showing to three holes showing recently, as an example. Anyway. Four minute warm up, I'm going to start at 18 strokes a minute and the amount of power I want you to start at is akin, akin, there's a big word for me, to um, like a body weight squat, as though you were just kind of doing a squat. So I just want you just to connect with your legs and arms, all right? In three, two, one, go. So for the first minute, all I want you to do is think about the timing of that connection of your feet into the foot plates and when your hands and the handle pick up the flywheel. So you want your feet to push into the foot plate at exactly the same time the handle picks up the flywheel. That way, the power from your legs goes into the machine. If you get the timing the wrong way round, then you'll be leaking power, okay? So once you've got that timing right though, start to think about the amount of power you're putting in. Because we're a minute in, we can start edging towards 2K plus 20 pace. Now, if you don't know what I mean by 2k pace, that's when you row a two kilometer time trial, divide the result by four, and that gives you your average 500 meter pace, which on the concept two is how I talk about pace. So you set it to the one that shows slash 500 M. And that shows you your current 
500 meter split time. So 2K plus 20 would be your 2K average plus 20 seconds. But in two strokes, we're gonna stop all that and put one foot on the floor. So here we go. And continue rowing. Things shouldn't change that drastically. Apart from the fact, obviously, you've got one foot on the floor. But your rowing stroke should still be as smooth. You should still be as balanced. Maybe a few seconds slower, of course, but the world shouldn't have changed just because you had one foot on the floor. Swap feet. This helps with compression at the front. And it must be said, there's something about having one foot grounded on the floor that kind of guides the tempo and the rhythm of your stroke, if not your body positions. One more. Both feet in, legs straight, roll with your back and arms. So swing from your body, pull in your arms, push out your arms, swing over your body. Really important part of the rowing stroke this is to really get that backswing generating power. One more. Now roll to the front with straight arms and just push out with your legs. Again, all I want you to do is connect. The amount of power you push out with is not important. What's important is the timing of your foot press, your hands picking up the flywheel, and that you're doing it with straight arms and that forward lean. Okay, one more. And that is us done on the four minute warm up. So keep on moving up and down the rail, have a quick drink, and take the time it takes for me to say what it is we're doing today to program your monitor if you want. Just a quick reminder that these podcasts are taken from the videos that I host on YouTube. If you want to see what I'm doing rather than just listen, then check out Row Along on YouTube or head to rowalong.com. Okay then, so once again, what we're doing today is 30 minutes and we're going to alternate 18 strokes and 20 strokes per minute every five minutes. As far as your monitor is concerned, you could just punch in a 30 minute row and set splits to five minutes if you wish, or just watch the time count down, all right? Pace-wise, we're going to do this at 2K plus 20 for the 18 strokes a minute and 2K plus 18 for the 20 strokes a minute. But as being as the last row of this plan, if you want to go a couple of seconds faster, you can. Or if you're still kind of um, tapped out after the 2K time trial and you want to go a couple of seconds slower, you can as well, okay? This is just the little icing on the cake at the end just to give you a chance to just glide through, reset everything, and then decide what you want to do next. Whether you go into another plan or just a bunch of standalone rows who knows it's up to you so we're going to start off at 18 strokes a minute 2k plus 20 pace follow me for the stroke rate either on the video just by watching me or on the podcast you can just listen to the whoosh of my stroke okay so here we go then in three two one let's go so what i'm loving about today's row is that the very last one of the 2k redux plan 
is back to being al fresco they were outside in the blistering sun i mean blistering for scotland to be honest it's actually only like 14 degrees but for scotland this is peak summer <laughs> it's always like this mid-may when the school kids have their exams stuck inside trying to revise for your history exam or whatever and the sun's outside beating down like this anyway let's talk technique for a few minutes and then I'm going to try and wrap up my rowing story compressed quite a lot into this last week but it makes sense to finish it so, technique, let's get through it in a way that you can remember. The most important things are that you start the stroke by pushing with your legs and with straight arms in order to let the power go from your legs through your arms into the handle and into the flywheel but in order to help that you also do it with a forward lean tilting over the hips leaning into the machine to as you're looking at me in the 11 o'clock position but if you're on the other side of me a one o'clock position and then try to hold that forward lean for as long as possible get the majority of your leg drive into the machine with that forward lean and then as your legs are about to come to an end that's when you finally swing over your hips into the layback the opposite angle so from 11 o'clock to 1 o'clock or 1 o'clock to 11 o'clock on the other side and then finish nice and powerfully with a strong pull into your chest right about sternum height squeeze your shoulder blades together and get a good strong finish out of the machine because you'll have heard I'm sure people saying no, rowing is a pushing motion it's all about pushing, it's not about pulling. No, no, no. Don't pull. It's not entirely true. It's true for the front. When you start the stroke, you do not pull. You push with your legs. But as you get to the back of the stroke, 
to a finish, then I want you to pull. Because otherwise, you're wasting potential power and you're not getting that upper body arm workout that you're entitled to on a rowing machine. Okay, 20 seconds to go and then we'll do our first change up to 20 strokes a minute. Three, two, one, here we go. That really should just mean a tiny bit more of a push from those legs to increase the drive speed but it's also complemented by a slightly faster recovery to the front of the machine so you should have found your pace jumped up by a couple of seconds just because you increased the stroke rate to 20 strokes a minute rather than 18. Like I say, the recovery is really important. So you've finished, pull the handle into your chest and then instantly send it straight back out again at the same height and speed you brought it in at. Lightsaber noises coming up. Vroom, vroom. Okay. Vroom, vroom. Same pace. It's all about rhythm, baby. And then get those arms away and then lean forwards and then bend your knees. The faster stroke rates you get to, the more of a blur your arms, body, legs become. But at 18 strokes a minute and 20, you've got enough time to slow down and go arms, body, legs. It's all about rhythm. I've never stopped, but I am clearly transitioning from legs, body, arms, arms, body, legs. Although, if I say that too often, I'll fall off the machine as a result of not taking any breaths in. Which, actually, I'll leave technique for a second. Although my heart rate is on screen for you, I don't want you to think that's what you should be like. It's there for reference of what I'm going through only. Because you have to remember, 
I am not only outside in the heat, but I'm also talking to you. So, I've got to say my heart rate is artificially high by about 10 beats. So don't worry about my heart rate. Worry about your own. Anyway, arms, body, legs. And then that momentum shift should mean you effortlessly slide to the front of the machine, shins at vertical, and then push with your legs again. The last thing really to say is to make sure you are up on your sit bones as you come into the front of the machine for that forward tilt with a powerful braced posture through the stroke finishing nice and powerfully too you don't want your lower back to crumple and your tailbone to tuck under you stay on your sit bones okay two strokes two one right 18 strokes a minute I'm gonna take my feet out the straps because that's the last thing to say about technique is to get your legs down fully by the end of the stroke and that you don't need to tug your feet off the straps in order to pull yourself back up the machine back up the rail for the next stroke that's why we do the arms body thing it's all about momentum and if you are tugging on those foot straps as chances are your knees are popping up early and your tailbone is tucking under you so just have a bit of a self-analysis as to what you're doing and as I'm proving to you you do not need to tug yourself to the front of the machine with your feet on the foot straps anyway I've been through loads of my rowing history and we'd ended with me getting the team world record for 100k and then the next season kind of went as before really I'd rowed in the Scottish won that English won that didn't do 
the British. But February 2017, I'd won gold at the English quite comfortably. And then the next weekend, I was back in Boston for the 40 to 49 lightweight 2K. And this time, I'd looked at the entry list and figured I might have a chance of bringing back some kind of metal. So, back on planes again to fly to Boston, where luckily, this time, I had friends. <laughs> so spent the day before just hanging around with my Fitness Matters buddies, talking rowing, what our plans were. It was a really nice breakfast put on by Concept2 to welcome all the competitors. Such a different experience to the first time I'd gone to Boston and didn't know anyone. So, the day before the race was pretty much, was quite subdued. Went out for a quiet dinner, being lightweight. I couldn't eat much, couldn't risk blowing my weight for the next day. So, anyway, comes the next day, weigh in, goes well, I'm not down to my pants again like I was for Devon. And then, I just sat in the bleachers with teammates for like three hours or so, waiting for my race. Catching up with friends, watching this time a whole bunch of world people that I knew. Right, one more stroke. Up to 20 strokes a minute. Do hold that forward lean as you're driving. Really do think about straight arms, forward lean. Get that power into the machine. Don't bend your arms too early. You wouldn't water ski with bent arms. That said, you probably don't water ski. Anyway, so having come off the English champs so well, like I say, I fancied my chances. There's a couple of names I knew. One I figured would beat me. Luis, my Spanish friend, he was racing, but I'd never lost to him before, so. And then pretty much all the other names I either knew I could beat or didn't know. So 
race starts. We all got warmed up in the pen before and then walk over to the machines. And I'm next to Luis. And then got a, like a 18 year old girl who's my timekeeper. She's like, do you want me to give you some coaching? I'm like, yep. If you see me fall below 140, start shouting. So, race starts. And I just don't feel good at all. Don't feel powerful. Don't feel comfortable. Trying all of my technique cues about handle up, head up, compression, focus, look straight ahead. But I just don't feel right. And then I see about 500 meters in, Luis is in front of me and I'm down in fifth and I kind of do a mental checklist and just think I don't have this in me I can't speed up this time and the girl sitting beside behind me is screaming excuse the accent here but she's like you didn't come all the way from Scotland just to come fifth man come on come on like really giving it proper motivational chat but I just didn't have it and I ended up I think memory serves I was fifth Luis was fourth first time he'd ever beaten me a couple of American guys were one two and then Danny Ryan he also rode for Fitness Matters I think he got third or second can't remember but I was just it's the first time I'd ever not been able to perform every other race I'd hit it embraced it and gone for it and not one to leave Boston behind but fast forward to the following September and I'm in Wales so this is seven months later four strokes three two one back down to 18s remember keep that posture powerful up on your sit bones as you come forwards and keep those sit bones connected even when 
you finish into that layback. So, Wales, Welsh Indoor Rowing Championships. Didn't start well. I ended up down to my pants again for the weigh-in. As, well, hang on, one minute. I've skipped a major thing. Boston it was February. Two weeks later, I'm cooking dinner. Sausage pasta. It's a nice night, Thursday night. I'm in a good mood. I've got Van Halen on, hot for teacher, ready to do some cooking. And the knife isn't quite cutting through the sausage skin. So, knife sharpener out, which is like a knuckle duster. You'd hold the sharpener in your fist and then run the knife and knife back and forwards through the sharpener. Yep. I had a boo-boo. <clears throat> the knife popped out of the sharpener and went bang right into my knuckle. Having been freshly sharpened, it obviously went right through my tendon into my knuckle capsule and I was left like this, couldn't lift my finger. So, six weeks, or well, what was it? Two weeks in a cast, four weeks in a bandage, and then about two months of rehab to be able to move my finger again, which, as being it was my middle finger, meant I'd be on the train, because I couldn't drive, wiggling my middle finger. And I realise now that I was giving everybody the finger in. So, come July, I was rowing again, a little tentatively from a power point of view, because I wasn't too sure how strong my tendon was. So I was going for low drag and longer rows rather than sprint stuff. But I did enter the Welsh as my kind of comeback race. But because of so much time off, I had kind of put on a couple of kilograms, which is why in order to make lightweight, I was once again standing on the scales in my pants. <laughs> Got a nice photo of me from behind weighing in. 
good memory. Anyway, and the race starts. Warm up is on the in the squash courts. Quite enjoyed it being an ex-squash player. <laughs> but race started and I don't know what happened, but it was like handles up, attention, row. And the klaxon went off the row, but then it was a whoa 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 noise. Two strokes. Last stroke. 20 strokes a minute. Here we go. Our last five minutes. Do focus on your technique while I'm talking to you. Just because I'm not reminding you doesn't mean you can slack off. Anyway, so Claxon goes off. Someone then yells, I think it's a false start. So I stop. But, nope, it was a real start. So, I'm already in fourth place because I've, I'd handled down for a second. Managed to get back to third by the end, but my head had just gone. So couldn't get the extra five or six seconds to get second place. And that was the first time Tim Cox beat me. And all this had really played with my head so that when the British came round, my head just wasn't in the game. I was just chatting away, having a laugh with people. And I'd pretty much made up my mind that during the 2K, if it got too much, well, you cut your hand, you've lost fitness. No one's gonna judge you if you don't hold on. And that's exactly what happened. I'd lost it before I even rode a stroke because I was, I don't know, I think I was too scared to push because it had been a while since I'd put myself in that position. I didn't want to aggravate my hand and so along with my shorts, t-shirt and music I'd already packed my excuse for why I was going to lose. I think I came in about eighth. So I kind of backed off tail between my legs didn't enter any more competitions and tried to fix myself in the process that is when doing power training I developed this shoulder deltoid issue which 
has kept me from racing properly for the past two years, almost three. Which brings me to you. And that's why I make these videos for you, is that not only am I able to give something back by helping you by putting out these sessions, but because I talk to you while I row, I can't overdo the power thing and damage my shoulder. So by rowing at like 90% of what I could be doing from a power point of view, hopefully this is helping to rebuild my shoulder without aggravating it. That said, it's been a couple of years and it still hurts. So don't actually know whether rowing is helping. But I know what I'm doing is helping you. So I'm not going to stop. Three, two, one. And that is kind of the end of my story. Brings me up to where we are now. Attentively try going back into races like doing the Scottish 500 last year and coming in and getting second place. But then my head went again for the, the British. So very much have to work on my shoulder and my head. And part of that is because I haven't done these races for so long now, they've become the boogeyman where I fear the 2K. It's nothing to fear about 2K, it's just hard work, but it becomes this bigger thing. So that's what I need to work on as well as trying to work out what I've done to my shoulder, whether weights will help it, whether just light rowing will help it and all that stuff. So, But I can row quite comfortably, so that's a good place to be really, isn't it? Right, let's jump into a two minute cooldown. I'm going to keep my feet out of the straps. We're going to go in three, two, one, go. Similar to the warm up, just 18 strokes a minute. Power is pretty much just a bodyweight squat where you're connecting your legs to the foot plate at the same time as your handle connects to the flywheel, but you're not putting in loads of power. If you want me to tell you a pace, then probably run about 2k plus 30 or like a 4 out of 10 effort. Bearing in mind, 1 out of 10 is you sitting on the couch eating a nice pizza. So, whether you took part in the 2k redux plan or whether you just found this as a standalone session, I do hope you enjoyed it. If it was part of the plan, I hope your 2K time trial went well. I have put in the pace video from the original plan for the time being, but 
I do intend to remake it with a more recent one, but there's no need quite yet. But you'll know whether I've done it yet or not, because it'll have been sitting in the playlist. Anyway, today's row is a momentous one though, because this is the first one since crossing the 5,000 YouTube subscribers, which is amazing. 5,000 people hit subscribe. All because of the nonsense that I chat about on a machine. Quite humbling, really. Do hope you all enjoy it. One more stroke. There you go. You can continue cooling down, of course. You don't have to stop just because I did. Uh, but yes, yeah, so that's the end of the 2K Redux plan. My next thought is just to do just a bunch of standalone sessions because I know that tagging plan numbers onto sessions is going to put some people off thinking that they have to do it as part of the plan. Which is why I've always put standalone next to them as well, but I do think people see it. They, I say, oh, this is week three, session two, and they go, oh, no, next one. <laughs> so I'll do a few standalone ones, and then uh, I don't have a plan. And then eventually, maybe in a few months' time, I'm going to um, do some super long rows, like a three-hour and a four-hour row, and I might kind of build all that around a half marathon plan and stuff, but anyway, we'll see what, what happens. It's all up in the air right now. Anyway, so thank you so much for being part of the 2K Redux plan, or a series of standalone rows, or just putting up with me, to be honest. I mean, pff, I wouldn't want to have listened to my entire life story, and I was there. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, what should we have as a hashtag? I'm trying to think of a kind of a book reference. Um, but I don't want to have the end, do I? Hashtag uh, to be continued. No, that's the, that's the one, isn't it? Because this isn't the end of, of my thing. Once I get this sorted and this sorted, I'll be back. So either hashtag I'll be back or hashtag to be continued because maybe the end of why I'm here brought you up to date, but it's not the end of my rowing career. So um, yeah. It's important to keep on striving on. Keep on keeping on. Anyway, thank you so much once again for watching these videos. I will see you in the next one. Stay safe, be well. Bye-bye. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com.